guys, this is Carrie with Fullerton Professional Organizing and today I have something a little different for you. I'm usually talking about uh, other people and, um, you know, other people's opinions about how to do a Bible study, how to read the Bible, how to organize your home, declutter, and of course those are also things that I trust and believe in, but I have something now that um, was in my heart, put in my heart yesterday. And uh, what this I, and this message comes from my heart. It comes from uh, God. It is because I love you, not because I'm trying to make anyone feel bad about anything. It's just something that popped into my mind, popped into my heart, and um, I wanted to share this with you. You know, I hear a lot of people talk about our truth. Okay, and so I looked that up to see exactly what in general is meant by that. Our truth is our self-involved truth. It is based on how we feel, what we see, our opinion, and what is true for us. It involves concerns about our desires, our needs, and our interests. Now, those are all important but I have another perspective for you to think about and that is our God involved truth because our God involved truth and remember he is our creator so he created us our God involved truth is based on Isaiah 43 and 4 in his word the Bible we are precious and honored in his eyes. Psalms 139, 13 through 14, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. So that truth is already our truth. If we trust in God and we believe in God and we believe and trust in the Bible and what he says, then those things are already true about us because he made us now in 2nd Corinthians 5 17 and really I do encourage you to look these scriptures up because I did kind of paraphrase them for time um, because sometimes when I am given something to say that's in the Bible sometimes I can go off on rabbit trails and I will pack in so many scriptures that it's hard uh, to end one of these podcasts in a timely manner and I'm so I encourage you to look these scriptures up yourself and you can look them up in different translations I do try to stick with the um, King James Version um, just because I feel like um, that's where I need to start and then you can compare the uh, you can compare some of the um, terminology and I'm not a theologian so I have not you know I haven't 
you know, looked up all the deep, 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 deep meanings of all the words. I just use a Bible concordance and look up the words that I don't, that I want to feel a little more sure of. I know what the scriptures mean, but I use a dictionary to really get the depth of the meaning of some of these words. So I encourage you to do that as well. Um, but 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Anyone who believes in and trusts in Christ, the new creation has come. You are a new person. Your heart is changing. The old has gone. Your old heart has gone and the new person is here. That you can be a better person. You can improve your life. You can do better. Your desires, your needs, and your interests do matter to God. But he is involved in them because you trust him because he created you and he loves you. So he and in that uh, Zephaniah 3.17, it says he takes delight in us. Our God involved truth believes in what God says about us. Our assignment on this earth and our purpose for being born. Have you ever wondered why did, you know, why are we here? Why are humans on this earth? What, what purpose to just do work and work and work and acquire things i mean do we really only live on this earth to go to work make money so we can eat and have a home and have children and you know do all the things that we want to do is there or is there a deeper purpose a, a more purpose for us in this life our desires are our strong yearnings, and God gave us our desires. So when we surrender our lives to him, it's not to abandon our desires, but to fulfill them or to find out God, or sometimes God places better desires in us because he delights in us. Delight yourself in him and he will give you the desires of your heart. Psalms 37 and 4, God is our all-powerful, all-compassionate, all-wise, and all-loving Heavenly Father. He knows what is best for his creation and he hears the desires of our heart. He will give you the desires of your heart if you are trusting him with those desires and you're trusting him with his timing and he will mold those desires and be involved in those desires sometimes we think our desires are his desires and they're not but if we just we just trust him he will give us better desires that are better for us. Uh, and that's where I go to this next part. Seek wisdom. Proverbs 8 and 11 says, Wisdom is better than rubies or jewels. And all that you desire cannot even compare to his desires for you. Um, it's not about oh, this is bad, 
this is bad and this is bad and these are all the rules that I have to follow in the Bible that God has all these rules and regulations to be a Christian. It's not that. These are these are guardrails to help you and protect you and to make your life better. And Psalms 51 and 6 desire truth you make me to know wisdom like I said so these are paraphrased so that this won't be super super long it's not that I don't want to read the whole scripture to you and want to keep some things out it's because I want you to look at these yourself I don't want you to trust in man I don't want you to trust me I don't want you to trust what I'm telling you today I want you to trust what God is telling you today I want you to look these scriptures up yourself and ask God to reveal those to you because I'm just a, a person and you know sometimes I struggle with trusting God just like anybody else but through all the tragedies and trials that I've been through in my life, I have learned that he can be trusted no matter what because he gets us through those trials. But anyway, let me go on here. Um, so 1 Kings 3, 11 through 15 King Solomon desired wisdom above all. As a king, he just needed wisdom. He had to rule lots of people, and he just did not know, always know what the truth was. Just like we don't. With all the things, you know, we're told from our government and from our friends and family, sometimes it can be confusing. And the media, sometimes it can be confusing and we don't always know what to believe. We don't really always know what the truth is. So we ask for wisdom and King Solomon asked for wisdom more than anything else. And that's that blessed God so much that he promised him wealth, honor, and a long life. Now, 1 John 2, 15 through 17, and if I go too fast, you can always go back or you can pause so you can look up these scriptures as you're listening. So 1 John 2, 15 and 17 says, do not desire what people desire that do not follow God. Because again, in that other scripture, it says, God's desires are far above our own, far above. He, he desires so much for us. And sometimes we can't even comprehend uh, the things he desires for us because we just don't trust him enough. Um, now, let's see. Sorry, guys. I, I do sometimes lose my spot. All right, so um, do not desire what people desire that do not follow God. 1 Corinthians 6, 12 says, All things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be ruled or be bought under the power of any. There are a lot of temptations out there. Um, you know, temptations... Uh, 
from gossip to temptations of cheating on our spouses. Uh, there's a wide range of temptations out there that can um, really unravel our lives. And sure, there are things that we can do, but what do they do to our life? You know, uh, is it good for our children? Is it good for our marriage? Um, and etc. Is it good for our business? Um, so we do not want to be ruled or enslaved or be bought, brought under the power of those things. Like earning money is great, but we shouldn't be enslaved to it as our God. Uh, God desires to know you and for you to know him intimately, just as you would study and learn about your favorite subject in school or hobby or passion or your favorite interests. That's how God wants to know you. He wants you to know who he is. He wants you to know how much he loves you. Um, and when you know those things, when you study God's word, you learn more about who God is and how he loves you and how he cares about you. If you don't learn these things in the Bible, then you won't know how much he loves you and how much you can trust him. You know, it all comes back to Genesis 1-1. He is our creator. Why would he want to crush us? Why wouldn't he want to hurt? Why wouldn't he want our desires? And why wouldn't he want to help us? Um, so Philippians 4 and 19, God will supply all your needs. James 1, 17, every good gift comes from our Father in heaven. And that means every bad thing that goes on, every evil thing that goes on in this world is Satan, the devil. Um, you know, this video, they may, uh, they, you know, because I've just said those words, I don't know how it's going to be perceived on the platform that I'm posting this on, but um, for every a wonderful thing in heaven and in God's word, there's also a counterfeit in hell, in Satan, in the devil, the enemy. Um, those are two opposing entities. Um, one can be trusted and one cannot. So James 1.17, every good gift comes from our Father in heaven because he loves you. 2 Corinthians 5 and 15, he died for all that those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Revelations 21 and 4, God will wipe away every tear. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying, nor pain, for the former things have passed away. Once we get to heaven, now we will have those things here on earth, but that's where our creator comes in and 
and walks us through all those things. And we'll get to more of that uh, as we continue. Philippians 2, 4, do not look out for your own interests, but look out for the interests of others. Romans 15, 13, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Seek joy. So first we talked about seeking wisdom, you know, knowing that God wants to fulfill the desires of your heart. He wants you to have wisdom so you know what those desires should be and are and what is better for your life, what's going to improve your life here on earth. Now he's saying seek joy instead of happiness. Joy is a calm, peaceful satisfaction, a positive attitude, a contented heart that can only come from God and the Holy Spirit, not from what you have and you can't create it in yourself. You know, if you're going through anxiety or depression, you can't just all, you can't always change those things in you, but God can, and he can make a way. Psalm 16 and 11 God will show you, and again, this is very, very, very paraphrased on this one because it was very long. God will show you, he gives you fullness of joy and pleasures forever. Go look that scripture up when you get here. Christ involved truth believes, delivers me from the opinions of others and gives me peace about the future. Peace is so much different than happiness. Joy is so much different than happiness. With all that Christ does for us who believe in him and surrender to his good and perfect desires for us and will for us, the more we focus on becoming more like him rather than acquiring fame and fortune for ourselves, Christ gets the glory because it only can be done through him in us. 1 Corinthians 12 and 31. Now eagerly desire the greater gifts, and yet I will show you the most excellent way. So instead of our self-centered truth, our self-involved truth, let's seek after God's truth in his word that he has spoken over us and in us and through us and wants to show us. If this is something you've never heard before and you say, hmm, I just don't know, ask him to prove it to you. I mean, I'm not saying that in an ugly way. I'm just saying, ask him to show you. You know, I um, watched a, a TikTok. It's either a TikTok or a reel. I'm not sure, but some little short video that talked about this um, lady that came up to a Christian and he, she said, give me a word 
you know, if if you're a Christian, give me a word that's going to change my my life. And he said he was so embarrassed because God gave him the word spaghetti. And he was like, I can't tell her that. That that word does not make any sense to me. Spaghetti how embarrassing here I'm supposed to be spiritual and all I have is the word spaghetti so he told the lady spaghetti as soon as she turned around as soon as she, uh, he said that she turned around and went and he and got her husband and her and he she said tell him what you just told me and he says, well, I'm still embarrassed to tell you this, but the only word that came to me that I felt like telling you was the word spaghetti. And both of them broke down crying. And to them, and it was just God's way of telling them that he loved them because his daughter had died in a car accident and spaghetti was the last meal they ate together and it was her favorite i don't really remember the exact story of why you know the exact thing i just know their daughter died in an accident and supposedly the last meal was spaghetti um so i don't know the whole situation but you know what god uses the weird things to show us his love so that we know that it really was God. I also heard a story from someone um, that was listening. Uh, he heard something and, or was going through something. Now, the specific story is really not the most important, and I don't remember the specific story. But all I know is this person said, I don't believe in God. If there really is a God, I want someone way over there to do a cartwheel and the person over there was a christian and god had told them to do a cartwheel right here in this parking lot and they were like uh, okay i this feels weird why would god tell me to do a cartwheel i have no idea i do not understand and so sometimes even us christians don't really understand why god tells us to say things why god tells us to do things we don't understand that person did a cartwheel and and this person it showed that's how god told them used something really really weird and random to show them that he heard them and that he was real and that they could count on him and so this is the message uh i have for you today because i love you um and i appreciate you and i hope to see you on my next podcast thank you for watching and thank you for listening